voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, calendar and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educates, syncopates, radio communicates, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 676 on this May 11th, 2023. Hope you're having a great day and here we are back. Before I turn it over to Jeff, I want to remind you of something coming up on The Legend. On May 15th, on Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Pacific time, we're going to have a birthday party, The Legend's 18th birthday party and not only are we going to share remembrances and have a good time but we're going to give away a laptop loaded computer already with speech and talking and all that good stuff so if you're interested please tune us in on monday may 15th at 1 p.m eastern 12 o'clock central 10 o'clock Pacific time and any other time you figure it out, but that's so what the probably, time. So there will probably be a lunch bunch on Monday. Yeah, yeah, we, we are. We are. We are superseding you by popular demand of one vote. We are superseding <laughs> your show by one vote. You know, so it's not a vast majority that that we have here. Yeah. It's very, very, very slim, but. Since it is the 18th birthday of the legend, started back in 2005, we've been doing all things radio since 2009, so we've got a few of those under our belt. In fact, what is it, 676, so we've been doing this a few weeks. So mm-hmm. with, before I get just my... One or, just one or two weeks. Huh? Yeah, before yeah. I get in real trouble... Let's turn it over to Jeff because he's really the boss here. He says I am, but that's not true. Don't believe it. Anyone believe that. it? I can get myself in a lot more trouble than you can. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been there before. Well, first of all, <laughs> yeah. say hello to everybody listening to yeah. All Things Radio. Or, and and we'll say hello to those who will listen later on when podcast is published. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. And we'll follow that up with Jeremy for Sparks. Call it over in format. Next up, we have a very special feature. It's the year in sports and review from 1975 as heard on WCAU AM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. My classic air check this week is someone we really don't feature that often on All Things Radio. He's WABC's Ron Lundy, but not Ron Lundy that you know from the middays. He's Ron Lundy, the Nightwalker. That's where when he started, we're doing work at WABC. He was doing the all-night show. We replaced Bob Lewis, so Bob, big Bob Lou on the all-night show. Then finally, my sister said to me one day, the sister said, you know, why don't they play music that I like on the radio anymore? It's Everything is, you know, I want to hear something that I might like. Well, I said, it's, we'll see if we can find a radio station that does. And we found a radio station in Prineville, Oregon, using the local radio network syndicated service, and it's KWXS 
FM. So all in all, I think we have a pretty good show, a pretty busy show, and we'll have to find out from Sean if he knows if uh, the stations from Austin, the KOKE, and have gotten their power back or have actually gotten back oh, into I'll the talk, studio. I'll, I'll talk about that after the news. They they were back on Monday night. Well, they were back on the air Monday, and they were back on – I'll talk about it after the news. Okay, because I don't know if, the, rate, if the radio announcers are back yet because the, the big problem yes, was – Yes, they are. That, they are. I listen. Okay. They're back. They're back. Okay. They're all... well, we'll talk about it later. Okay, very good. So that that's all we've got. Uh, that's the radio news, and we've got a whole stuff, a lot of stuff here today. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill. Okay, and speaking of brief reports, we'll do our quick indie radio report. We have probably less news than, than anybody because there's no changes. Bernie, do you have anything no. to say for this week? Yeah, the other thing I have is uh, the fact that the late Buster Bodine, they're having a big celebration for him on Saturday. It's a celebration of life, and uh, anybody who's anybody in the radio industry from the 70s, at least, the 70s and 80s, will probably be there, uh, except me. Yeah. (laughs) I won't be there. But, you know, that's one of those things where even the people that were back in the 70s or whatever aren't even hardly even there as much now I know there's a lot of people who are pretty pretty vocal and whatever but no other changes on the AM or FM band there's been I, I, never, I never listen to AM so I, I don't know I'll, I rely on you to tell me that. well I, I try to give you breaking <laughs> news on the AM signals I even Spent some time listening to fifteen hundred on the AM dial. That I can't do wow. that many more times, Bernie. That's one thing I just wow. cannot do for you. Now, maybe there is a station out of twelve forty out of Anderson that I can listen to a little bit. It's you know kind of a seventies based type station. It's not too bad, but. Really, what's the radio quality from Anderson? It wasn't exactly. that strong back in the old days. What do you think it would be now? And no. 1070, right. the, well, you'll hear that station tonight, WCAU, and you'll hear all that static from the TV and the sound. That's about what a 1075, the fa- I bet they have no listeners. I bet they have zero or very very few listeners so i yeah. we i guess we need to recognize a hand before we get to no he put the hand, he put the hand down so, okay uh, all right well, the only thing i was going to say is if you like to listen to am radio make sure your your amazon voice assistants aren't anywhere near your radio because they cause yeah. a lot of interference with it That's so true. oh really wow yeah. yes yep. or your iphone the streams do too yeah, yeah, I have an Amazon tap and I have an iPhone and they're both in my bedroom. And if I want to listen to AM radio, I have to actually take the radio and put it on the windowsill of my apartment to hear anything good on, on the AM radio. You know, actually, the radio was better here when we first moved into the house for the first week or so. And we didn't have everything all hooked up. Yeah. Once that happened, it's gone. You know, it's just not that strong. Sometimes I will listen to WLW. All right, well, I... So, Jeff, I'll turn it over to you if you want to recognize this hand. Bobby, why don't, why don't we wait till after the radio news, Bob, and I'll get to you at, at, after the radio news, okay? So, okay. Bill, why don't you do the radio news, Bill? By no, the way, this is, uh, yeah. I thought that the, uh, 
I thought the station in um, Minnesota last week, the pirate station, was very interesting. It was not something I would like, but it's definitely something that I, I saw as filling a need. And it was uh, it was very interesting. I didn't well, know the music that well, Bernie, but I liked the production. Well, I liked the idea of what they were doing. Um, and I've, yeah. always, I've always felt that there should be a way that people who don't have millions of dollars could get on the radio and have their own radio station. I don't know that that will ever happen in this country, but it would, no. would have been nice if they could allocate some space for that. But that's just my opinion. They can't even hardly get them when they pay. But by the way, you guys like that station so much, and we featured it. And hasn't been on the air since. Yeah, that's right. Took care of that. Yeah, you took care of that real quick. You kissed that one. It's that's like right. we were talking once about some radio stations that were streaming the next day. So help me, they've never streamed since. So that's why I learned to keep my mouth shut about that. But there we go. And it's going all right. Here goes the. It's not just the news. It's the award-winning news with Jeff Bennett. Absolutely. Yes. So here we go. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. More major radio groups report their first quarter revenue results. And once again, WTOP is the top billing radio station for 2022. Finally, we'll let you know what's happening on the street. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, with Saga Communications and Entrevision reporting their first quarter revenue results. And in the case of Saga Communications, their revenue was up 1.3% to $25.3 million. And in 2021, their first quarter revenue results were $24.9 million. In the case of Entrevision, their revenue growth was astounding. Digital was up 82%, while audio was up 5%. Their net revenue rose to $239 million, up 21%. Now let's take a look and find out what's happening on the street. Genuine Austin Radio has been locked out of its studios in a rent dispute with their landlord. This is affecting local programming on their three owned and operated radio stations. The radio stations affected here are KOKE-FM, broadcasting a country format, 104.9 The Horn, KTXX-FM, broadcasting an all-sports format, and KTAE-AM, broadcasting a classic hits format. The company is in dispute with the current owner when the previous owner offered them tens of thousands of dollars to improve the facility. But the new owner is raising the rent, making it impossible for the radio station to broadcast local programming on those radio stations. We'll let you know more how this all plays out in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. But what about 2022? How do the major radio players do for 2022? Well, the top billing radio station in 2022 is WTOP-FM in Washington, D.C., with their all-news format. The revenue generated by this radio station was $70 million. Next on the list of radio stations is KIIS-FM in Los Angeles, California, owned and operated by iHeartMedia at $44 million. In third place is radio station WLTW-FM in New York City at $35 million. Next on the list is WBZ-FM at $34.25 million. Up next is WHCZ-FM in New York City at $33.5 million. KBIG-FM in Los Angeles, California comes in at $33.2 million, while WINS comes in at $32.1 million. And there's a tie between WFAN-FM and WBBM-AM in Chicago, Illinois at $32 million. What's happening at Sirius Satellite Radio? Well, Sirius Satellite Radio is opening up a new dedicated channel produced by country superstar Carrie Underwood. The channel will begin broadcasting in June, which coincides with a Las Vegas residency. Troy Hansen has exited his role as vice president of rock programming 
Family for Cumulus and Program Director for Radio Station WKQX-FM in Chicago, Illinois. There's been no comment from Troy Hansen at this point as to where he will be going. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. iHeartRadio has promoted Kristen Lyman to the position of Music Coordinator at Radio Station KYSR-FM in Los Angeles, California. She joined KYSR in 2021 as evening host for the radio station. She came to this radio station after previously working for Radio Station KAMP-FM in Los Angeles, California, owned and operated by Odyssey. KYSR broadcasts an alternative rock format. In San Francisco, California, Court Johnson is the new morning host at Radio Station KISQ-FM. The station is owned and operated by iHeartMedia. He replaces Jack Culp, who has retired from the station after spending over 40 years in the radio business. Now let's move to Seattle, Washington, where radio station KPNW-FM has hired a new afternoon drive host. His name is Marco Collins, and he comes to this radio station after most recently working at radio station KEXP-FM in Seattle, Washington. According to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one is Progressive Insurance, followed by Babel, Macy's, Indeed, and Home Depot. Finally, we couldn't leave without reporting on the life of Newton Minow, who, in 1961, was the head of the Federal Communications Commission. He was a tireless advocate for public TV, and he had definite thoughts about the state of commercial television. With a report on Newton Minow's life, let's listen to this from WGN Television. Newton Minow, a Chicago civic leader and the former chairman of the FCC, died today. The cause was a heart attack. He leaves a legacy that goes well beyond his most famous moment, calling television a vast wasteland. Newton Minow was perhaps the most influential FCC chairman in the nation's history. I had a chance to play a role in the development of television, of communication satellites, of public television, enhancing commercial television, and of course the most important thing to me always is my own family. Minow rose to prominence as one of President John F. Kennedy's new frontiersmen, a time he fondly remembered in a 2017 interview with WGN News. It was a time that I I only wish we could have all over again. In 1961, he was just 35 years old when he delivered a speech at the National Association of Broadcasters Convention in Washington. I invite each of you to sit down in front of your own television set when your station goes on the air and stay there for a day without a book, without a magazine, without a newspaper, without a profit and loss sheet or a rating book to distract you. Keep your eyes glued to that set until the station signs off. I can assure you that what you will observe is a vast wasteland. Those two words, vast wasteland, were a reproach and a challenge to television network executives to better use the most powerful tool of mass communication to educate the public and illuminate the issues. When he was awarded the nation's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2016, President Barack Obama said that while the vast wasteland phrase still echoes, it wasn't necessarily the most important part of the speech. The two words Newt prefers we remember from his speech to the nation's broadcasters are these. Public interest. That's been the heartbeat of his life's work. Minow is known as the father of the presidential debate, developing the idea, then serving as chairman of the Commission on Presidential Debates. Television and radio uh, enable the American people to learn more about the candidates than any other means. He was married to his wife, Josephine, for 72 years. She died last year. Minow described himself as a TV junkie and offered lasting advice about how TV news reporters should approach their jobs. You should be skeptical. 
You should hold the government accountable, but not be cynical about people's motives or what they are trying to do. Minow served on the boards of CBS and PBS and was also a trustee of the Mayo Clinic and a lifetime trustee of both Northwestern University and the University of Notre Dame. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. Let the debate begin. Well, I, I know that when that, when that came out, my dad read me the article. I, even in 1961, I was eight years old, and 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 uh, he told me about that, and uh, he agreed with him. But he said, "I'm going to still watch TV." We do have two hands raised. Bobby, can you unmute yourself, please? And then uh, Al, you'll be next. Okay. Go okay. ahead, Bob. Um, I got an interesting question for you. Well, I don't know if I have an interesting answer, but go <laughs> ahead. Well, anyway. Um, you had brought up um, WYNS a couple of times, and you mentioned Lee Harris obviously left after, since 1995, he's been on the air. Now, my question is, um, do they have anybody to replace Lee Harris? And another question is, why did they put Monique Coppola on for the overnights? It looks like she's permanent. So those are the two little things I have to say. Well, Bobby, I don't since I don't know the programmers at WINS, I can't answer both those questions. I don't know who's going to replace Lee Shuck, but right, I mean Lee Lee Harris, but Glenn Shuck is is doing it right now, and that's all I can tell you. You'll you'll have to just find out uh, the way I find out by listening to the radio station. But thank you, that is an interesting question, and we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, they do have a little bit of work because Lee Lee Harris's shoes are certainly going to be hard to fill. Thank you, Al. Can you unmute yourself, please? Okay, gentlemen, uh, the reason I'm calling is uh, last week uh, you guys played WDJO on, uh, from, uh, I guess, 2019. The date was October 25th. But anyway, I left a feedback message. I don't know if you guys got it. Uh, I mentioned that uh, they, the new morning guy on WDJO is Jim LaBarbera. He used oh. to work at the WKYC from 1966 to 68. And when, yep. when they changed format, they went to Wixie. He went to Wixie from 68 to 69. So about two or three weeks ago, I tuned in to see what they were doing because I haven't heard them in a while. And I hear, I hear this voice. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Good morning. I'm Jim LaBarbera here on WDJO. Yeah. He had gone to WLW, too, um, in like right. the early 1970. Yeah. He was there. Right. And he found it. Oh, he must be in his early 80s, I imagine. He's probably wanted Maybe. something to do. Um, he took the job and, you know, what else does he have to do? I mean, he's been everywhere. He's not going to be at the top anymore. And so I, it's a, it's a good station for him now. I mean, you know, they, they don't really get out a good signal in Cincinnati with that AM signal and those weak FM translators. What else, do you know, can he do? But he's good. He was great. Back on KY, I used to listen to him. Yeah, uh, I did too. On KYC, yep. to be KYC. Yeah, but I suspect he's probably voice tracked at W uh, at WDJ uh, at that station. I'm sure that that because we heard what they were doing earlier last week. So I'm sure he's probably voice tracked. What was he live hour? Could you tell? 
I think Al's muted. But anyway. Okay, uh, uh, last question. I got to mute myself. Uh, he gives a time. Uh, he must do it from his home because sometimes he even gives a temperature. Yeah. You know, sometimes they, they will. You know, the, guy, the older guy, Larry Justice, does that. He has a guy in the studio named, that they call your friend Ben who works with him, and he's always on with him on WMEX. But, you know, he's, he does it every day because they're talking about the, the war news of the day and, oh, the Celtics lost last you know, that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, if, he's, if they throw in stuff like that, then, you know, you know they're live, or they're at least current, you know. But I'm glad to hear him, you know, over there. So I, I, I always like Anyway, mm-hmm. guys, take care. All right. Thank All you, right, thank Al. You, Good Al. to hear you. Okay. Okay. I can I can elaborate a little more on that, Jeff. The stations that you had, they they came back on the air Sunday night running music and syndicated programming. They were allowed back in the studio Monday night. An hour after it ran on KVU News, KVU, our ABC affiliate, <laughs> after they ran after they ran the story, and it happened at about two o'clock in the morning, Friday night into Saturday morning, when they when the company cut the power cut the power, and they addressed this on the horn, and I guess on Coke FM, I didn't hear because I listen to the horn all the time, all the shows, and Craig Way listens to, he has listed all things radio podcast here, so if I mess anything up, if he listens, he can <laughs> correct, but you know, and I know he listens to sports lounge, but yeah, they said they thought there was an agreement worked out last week because the old company worked out a game was they were going to do remodeling and then COVID hit and then everything. And then they were sold. The new company didn't want to honor the old company's agreement. And this is not just with them, apparently, according to the KVU news report, it's also with other tenants. They were kind of trying to not honor the agreement, but they thought they had it worked out with somebody within the property owners. And then I guess somebody above them was like, wait a minute, uh, no, 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 I don't agree with that. But then when they went and they found out somebody above that and a lawyer, I guess, involved with the property owner said, we have to honor their agreement. We have to. So according to what they said, they have something worked out for now and they're going to, you know, they're coming, you know, they're every, they've been back on the air since, well, they did local programming Tuesday morning on. So they missed, they missed the weekend and they missed Monday, but they did miss some, University of Texas baseball and softball games, but it sounds like it was the the company bought the one property owner bought it from another property owner and didn't realize all the agreements that they made with different with different tenants and you know like I said an hour after it aired on the six o'clock news the doors were wide open and let them back yeah, in. What, so that what was, the but, new company wanted to do was was they were trying to raise the rent. Yeah, like raise, that, they were going to double their rent. They're gonna double. Now he did there say he said no. Do less maintenance. Yeah, yeah right. do less maintenance. Yeah. yeah, and and they've had a lot of and they've complained on air about the toilet, the plumbing and stuff in there with the new. They said, oh man, the plumbing's messed up again. But it sounds like also they said, who knows if we'll be in this building in six months? Maybe we will. Maybe we'll be in another. But we've got something worked out, and we're on the air now for you people. And you know, like I said, every show on the horn addressed it at the top of their show uh, and and KVU came back on Tuesday night and said the Horn, Coke FM and the Bat are all back on the air and we want to say, you know and, and of course the property owners when KVU and KXAN the two stations that ran it when they had no comment, the property owners had no comment, Naturally. but yeah, that's what it usually happens, but that's yeah. the story on that 
All right, thank you, yeah. Sean. Yeah. Thank you very much, Sean. Yeah. Thank you. It doesn't uh, they, sound good, does it? They haven't said it? anything on the other radio journals yet. So yeah. I, I knew they were on the air without radio announcers, but the announcers are back, so that's all you can say. Oh, yeah. And what were you going to say, Bill? I was going to say it, it doesn't good. sound good for long term for those no. stations and whatever. They're yeah, either going to have to move or something's going to have to happen because it just doesn't sound good. I can't imagine I, this happening in Indianapolis with, with you know, Emmis or this. I just can't imagine this going on. Can you, Bernie? Property owners are greasy sometimes. No. They're greasy sometimes. Well, I don't know. Um, I think I think Urban One is, is. I think the people that own Evis is certainly a lot more professional than, than that. I, I, I don't think they would be doing that. But first of all, it wouldn't look good in the press. It just wouldn't. <laughs> it would be pretty crazy. And why do you think that's? Why do you think things got changed when it when it made the news and when it was on the television news? That's why things got changed very quickly. Yeah, because the, the the property owners knew they were like, oh wait a minute, it's on the news. We're looking bad. All our other tenants are going to get mad at us, and they're already complaining too. So, oops, and potential new tenants. And getting, that's so. why they pay those yep. lawyers big bucks. So, whoever well, and the owner, the the one owner of Genuine Austin Radio is a lawyer. The head, one of the head guys, Jason Nestor. He is a lawyer, and he's a part of a big law firm in the story here in Austin. So, I yeah. give them. So I don't even the give lawyer? them three yeah. years there. No, no, he probably. Yeah. Who knows? Well, it's a good story to watch, and I hate to see people go through it. Oh, why didn't you show up for work today? Oh, we were locked out because yeah. of the, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just I thought because there was a storm Friday night. I thought, oh, maybe it's something happened in the studio, and then I heard him Sunday night, and then Monday morning, I hear the Sports Map Radio Network, and I'm like, oh, there's studio problems. Then I'm watching KVU News on a Friday night or Monday night, and there it is. <laughs> yep. We had that problem happen at our former employer, and they, because somebody went to the bathroom on the second floor, and it fell through to the first floor. They fell through Ooh. through, yeah. So. That got wow. their attention yeah. right away, and the office had to move. So yeah. <laughs> we could make some yeah. jokes out of that, but more, we won't. More, yeah. more of the stories, if, if you're buying property, find out right, what yeah, agreements the old right. owner has. All yeah. right, let's move on, Sean, please. It's time to move on. Thank you. All right, are we ready for a Jennifer yet, Jeff? I think we are. And she has a bunch of call letter and format changes. After she did that, she, well, maybe, I don't know when it happened, but she, her microphone sounds a little different this week, I think. We'll see. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of May 11th. WSTK FM 104.5 Aurora, North Carolina changes format from inspirational gospel to contemporary Christian and changes slogan from the Vine Connection to the Bridge FM. KYWL AM 1490 Bozeman, Montana changes slogan from 104.1 the zone to 104.1 
ESPN, KKBZ FM 105.1, Albury, California, changes slogan from 105.1 The Blaze to Rock 105.1, WCWI FM 106.1, Adams, Wisconsin, changes slogan from Wisconsin 106 to True Music Variety 106. WZAX FM 99.3 Nashville, North Carolina changes slogan from moving 99.3 to 99.3 The Beach. KVIN AM 920 Saras, California changes format from not available to ethnic. WTZX AM 860 Sparta, Tennessee changes slogan from Country Gold 860 to 92.7 Yurt FM. WSLP FM 100.7 Raybrook, New York changes frequency to 93.3. WALQ AM 1130 Carville, Alabama changes format from not available to classic hits. KFOW AM 1170 Waseca, Minnesota changes slogan from News Talk 1170 KFOW to the fan Owatonna 1170 AM 106.3 FM KWNW FM 101.9 Crawfordsville, Arkansas changes slogan from 101.9 KISS FM to Rock 102 WEGR FM 102.7 Arlington, Tennessee changes slogan from Rock 102.7 to 102.7 KISS FM WISRAM 680 Butler, Pennsylvania changes slogan from Butler's hometown radio station to WISR 680 AM 107.5 FM WPYA FM 97.3 Gardendale, Alabama changes slogan from Play 97.3 to Mix 97.3 KR RJWAM 1240 Altamont, Oregon changes format from sports to regional Mexican and changes slogan from the winner 1240 to La Patrona 106.5 FM 1240 AM and those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week Thank you, Jennifer. Your microphone sounds a little better this week. You know, I was going to get yeah. you a new microphone. Oh. Maybe I don't have to. No, I don't think you have to. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. Oh, good. Good editing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, good. Ed- great editing. I try. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's probably another uh, station for the uh, KFAN network. Uh, you know, the, uh, they've got a big network all through Minnesota of uh, little stations, little FM stations. and uh, You know, if you hear their ID, they've got a long uh, list of them, I think. Boy, there was a good one in California that switched the Vine. 920 was a great oldie station. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I I heard it a bit. They are gone. 
Yeah, they are gone. They were a great one. Marty, who's done some things for Sports Lounge, and Marty from California turned me on to that station. They were a great station, but I knew they couldn't last for long because no no spots, zero. I mean, yeah. absolutely zero spots. That can only go so long. Yep. Yep. Spots make money for radio. That's that's it's that's the way it is. And it's either ethnic or religion. So there we go. Yep. Boy, we're we're just really, really going we strong are, tonight. Yeah, we're are we? Topics tonight, yeah. Boy, we're why don't we? Just... Why don't we do the sports? Because I know Bill and them in the sports lounge will be interested in the sports review from 1975. Yeah, that's a good year for me. The Red Sox won the pennant. But the better year for Bill because the Reds beat him. So there you go. Well, yeah, but that was 1975. But I didn't, before I got to apologize in advance, Bernie, no amount of editing would have restored this audio to pristine quality because if it's not pristine when it starts, it just didn't, wasn't the best audio I've ever heard, but... It was true AM radio at the time, and WCAU at one time was a real powerhouse. Oh yeah, and you could get oh, them yeah. all over the country. You know when AM was relevant. But yep, what was yep. the name of that network? I kept thinking when I think of that station, I think of that network, and that guy Andy. Um, what was his name? Andy Musser. The one, uh, maybe that which was the guy that went to that it was before ESPN started and they were on the weekends and some nights that's one sports, on one sports or sport, sports fan radio no this is way before them oh how about in, oh, Enterprise, Enterprise Enterprise yeah yeah, yeah they, they had a were, lot of good uh, they had a lot of good uh, people that were working for them and the problem the, they were very unlucky because they, they started it in July like of 81 or something right when this uh, baseball strikes. There was nothing to talk about. So they come yeah. on with all these people ready to talk about sports yeah. across the country, and there's nothing going on. There's no baseball, yeah. but it was... Uh, but, yeah, was that Andy Mercer we were talking about? I don't know, but... We, we talked about him a few weeks ago. I don't remember him involved with that because he... Uh, he did a lot of other stuff, but I don't remember, but he could have been involved. I know there was a guy named Ira Melman that was there. Yeah, that and, could have uh, been. Jay Jay yeah. Howard, who came to WAI right after, he was at that Enterprise Network also, and him and Ira Thank Melman, you. and then they went to WINS, and then Jay Howard took the sports director job WAI in the first. So yeah. They had a lot of names there. Of yeah, names they did. Yeah, network. they had a lot yeah. of names, and it was a good network, and one of Bernie's favorite, I know it. It was ahead of its time, I think, probably. Is Bernie's what just going to enjoy this. Bernie might even be gone after this segment here. I this, love me some good sports. I know you All do, right, hey. especially, oh, Pacers. So especially, <laughs> hey, the Pacers, hey, they're, they're only going to get better. Enterprise Sports, because WNDE picked it up at night, and I thought, yes. okay, this ruined WNDE right here. <laughs> and it, it wasn't on all day, it was only on nights and weekends, it was not on yeah, all day. Yep. He, ran it he really, and I thought it would take off, but it didn't, and then there was a gap. What year did, before we go to this, what year did ESPN Radio start on the weekends? They didn't start on Monday. Well, okay, so 1990, I think they started the the weekends. 
Yeah. And then in 93, they started the uh, night, you know, every all the weeknights and so forth. And then they, I guess, became full-time, you know, maybe a couple of years later, something like right, that. Right, but it later. wasn't full-time at first. It was only weekends, remember? No, no Tony Bruno and Chuck Wilson and, uh, you know, different guys were yeah. on. And they I, they started right at the beginning of 90, the first Saturday of 90, because I remember hearing the, the first broadcast. Oh, I remember that quite so, well. Do you guys remember Scott Farrell? Yes. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I do. yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. Let me have anyway, another yeah. smoke, please. He's the one who, who is always <laughs> pouring drinks for people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the show, yeah. you ask for a drink, and he'd pour you a drink. Yeah. yeah he was on yeah, the Yeah, I would, I would like a, you know, and he'd say, like a gin and tonic. All right, there you go. And, you know, and do the, it. Yeah. yeah. And he'd pour it. You'd yeah. He'd pour it. Yeah, he'd make Jeff happy. Concept. Jeff would be pleased with him. But oh, yeah. yeah. I like those gin and tonics. But he was, that was a station. Well, all right, let's, as with Jeff <laughs> yeah. loves to say yeah, without. a whole other trip. Scott Farrell is a different kind of guy. Yeah, speaking of, there comes Scott Farrell right now. There comes Walter. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> here we go with, Jeff is just going to enjoy this so much. Here we go. Take a look at the year in review, the sports year in review, compiled by WCAU sports director Ralph Lawler. 1975 ended as it began, pro sports being bombarded from all sides by athletes seeking greater freedom. The issues almost overshadowed the games in 1975. A year ago today, as a matter of fact, Catfish Hunter was declared a free agent by a federal arbitrator. The Oakland A's hurler parlayed that into a multi-million dollar bidding war that found him eventually signing with the New York Yankees. Now at the end of the year, two more free agent pitchers, Andy Messersmith and Dave McNally, and a host of other free agent players in pro football as a federal judge rules the controversial Roselle rule is illegal. The sports explosion that marked the 60s and early 70s misfired in 75. Left in the debris were the World Football League and three teams the American Basketball Association. Perhaps Philadelphia Bell coach Ron Waller saw the hand writing on the wall as he explained the reasons for his resignation just before the start of the league's second season. Probably it's a combination of things, but I don't think that the, the crowd we had at the stadium that evening was too uh, positive from my standpoint. I guess it's just a matter of futility and frustration. With Waller gone, his top aide, Willie Wood, took over. The former Green Bay All-Pro safety was to become pro football's first black head coach. Personally, I, I find myself being very excited about it, uh, even to the point that it's almost frightening for me. I, I feel that there, uh, I'm placed out there, and uh, everybody's going to be watching this how well a, a black guy can handle such an important position. Willie handled it okay, but the league suffered and sputtered and died. The obituary was read by league president Chris Hemeter. It was purely because we analyzed the future of the league and our ability to penetrate the markets, and we found that we, we were not penetrating the markets presently, and we didn't project that uh, our future ability to penetrate that market would, uh, would be significant strength to cause success within a relatively near future, being within one or two years. We thought it was a very long-term project, and even at that base, there was some reason to believe that we might never be able to penetrate the markets. The National Football League, meanwhile, got its season off to a sorrowful start. For the second straight year, the club owners were hit by a player's strike. 
Jordan started as a wildcat walkout for the New England Patriots right at the start of the exhibition season. Wide receiver Randy Bataha made the announcement. We have the support of the other 25 NFL teams, and we want them to commit themselves to this effort to precipitate meaningful negotiations between the management council and the NFLPA. Force cancellation of exhibition action. The National Football League Players Association Executive Director Ed Garvey remained confident that an early solution could be reached. Thus far, they've uh, simply put on the table what we had in 1970, and that's unacceptable. Um, if they come to the table and, and with a spirit of compromise, I think it could be settled in 24 hours. The fans suffered the consequences of a strike. They showed up for games that weren't played. Well, players kept straddling the fence regarding the growing strike. They wanted desperately to avoid the split that developed in the 1974 strike. Player rep Joe Lavender walked a fine line when pressed for a player consensus on the issues. were set aside temporarily, and sure enough, the team started the regular season schedule on time. The Eagles might have done better on the picket line. Their first two games against the New York Giants and Chicago Bears looked like sure wins on the schedule, but they were both losses. Following the 15-13 loss to the Bears, Coach Mike McCormick claimed he had a couple of dogs on his team. We've got some people who, who win the threat of competition the threat of competition left them, uh, when they were supposedly, in quotes, assured of a, of a season's paycheck, started cooling. The dog speech would haunt McCormick all season long. Better fans referred to the losing Eagles as Beagles. Banners at Bet Stadium suggested that Eagle players ate Alpo. Things went from bad to worse. The Eagles could win only four games, lose ten. Club runner Leonard Toes made the inevitable announcement the day after the season's final game. It is with personal regret that I announce that Mike McCormick's contract will not be renewed. This is an independent judgment made by me based on the facts as I know them. And of course, in no small way, are measured on our one loss record. I will make no further comments except to say without fear of contradiction from any source that the entire history of the NFL, no coach or general manager or combination of both has had the total, willing, and unstinting cooperation and autonomy granted by me in all of the past three years. I have not interviewed anyone to replace Mike 
Jimmy, Murray, and I will go to work on this in the near future. Thank you. The coach is yet to be replaced. In college football, the local highlight was a season-opening Penn State-Temple matchup at jam-packed Franklin Field. Temple outplayed the next Penn State year to the top college football player in the country, went to Ohio State running back Archie Griffin for the second year in a row. Archie felt that number two meant even more than the 1974 honor. I think this second time is really the greater feeling. I've, I've been more enthusiastic about it, and... Um, His final appearance as a collegian tomorrow in the Rose Bowl against UCLA. There's more to sports in a year than football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. In golf, Jack Nicklaus won the PGA title for the fourth time and the Masters for a fifth time. The Masters win did not come easily. Rise golf. Draws the butter back. Starts it back on the right side. It's rolling, rolling, and it slides by on the high side. Tom Weisskopf looks up to the sky, looks down now at the blade of his putter, and for the fourth time in the last six years, he will finish up second here at Augusta. In between his Masters and PGA wins, Nicholas failed in his bid for the Grand Slam as Lou Graham won the U.S. Open and Tom Watson the British Open. On the year, though, he wins five majors. Uh, I think I'm 
speaking for Gene and Jack, Mr. Kozlov, that uh, uh, we're excited about it. We feel that this is a major step forward in bringing a championship team to, this, to the Philadelphia area in the NBA, and uh, we couldn't be more thrilled than we are here today. From Indianapolis to Philadelphia, from the ABA to the NBA, George McGinnis was now a 76er. As an individual player, I don't think uh, anyone uh, besides uh, a guy like Kareem Jabbar could turn the ball club around. Uh, I think uh, I can help this ball club, uh, but I, I, it's got to be a total team effort. And uh, Coach Hugh uh, definitely has a team concept, and uh, I, I thought I came from a team concept, although, you know, I... I scored most of the points and everything because the offenses were directed toward me. And help he does. The Sixers win 21 of their first 32 games. McGinnis averages over 25 points a game. In September, the Sixers also swing a deal with the Golden State Warriors for the rights to former LaSalle star Joe Bryant. Joe's dreams have come true. He'll play at home. Well, I don't think it's out for quite some time, you know, but like I say, I don't get the opportunity too much you know, to stay home and play. The Sixers start brilliantly. They are in first place early in the year. But on December 5th, the game against the New York Knicks, veteran forward Billy Cunningham injures his knee. He'll undergo surgery three days later. There's a worried look at general manager William Spinks. I think time will tell whether he can make it back, but uh, right now we're satisfied with the operation as well as it could have done. But Billy is gone for the year. Some will say the team of the year is now reduced to the team of next year. Time will tell. In college basketball, the amazing UCLA Bruins are centered on one figure, heavyweight champion Muhammad Ali. Never has one athlete so dominated his sport as Ali has boxing. He successfully defends his title. Ruckner, Ron Lyle, and Joe Buckner. The fourth was worth waiting for. Super Fight 3, they called it. Ali and his arch rival, Joe Frazier. A hard right by Ali, a hard left to the head by Ali. Another right by Ali, another right by Ali. A left hand to the head. Bridge of coming punishment. Ali scores a right to the head. Frazier looks on Queen Street. Frazier hanging on now. Frazier still coming, but slowly coming is Ali. The only way he knows, he keeps coming, and he keeps catching leather. Ali scores a hard right to the head. Ali scores a hard left to the head, and a hard right to the head. Ali with two hard shots on Frazier's head. Frazier falls on a switch. Frazier bleeding from the mouth. This is with a roundhouse left. Frazier on Queen Street. His left eye all puffed up. A big egg over the left eye. As Ali scores a right to the eye. Frazier could go. Ali scores a right to the head. The referee separates. Frazier in big trouble. Bleeding, puffing. Head to the center of the ring. Ali scores a right high on the head. Ali sticks a left jab. A left hook. Another left hook. Snaps Frazier's head back. Ali scores with a right. Ali scores with a left and a right to the head. Frazier falls into a clinch. Somehow Joe Frazier managed to win it that round. He is rocking. Joe Frazier almost out on his feet. Ali did it again. Eddie Futch threw in the towel. Frazier had had enough, but not quite, really. Joe now says he wants a rematch. In auto racing, the Indianapolis 500 was ended by rain after 435 miles, with Bobby Unser the winner. Richard Petty was again the king of the stock cars, winning 13.
13 races and about $300,000. In track, a new record in the mile. New Zealand's John Walker sped the distance in 3 minutes, 49 and 410 seconds. Baseball is still the king of sports in this country, perhaps by sheer volume alone, with a 162-game schedule. But the Phillies made moves that had people in Philadelphia talking pennant. A month into the 1975 season, they signed slugger Dick Allen, a longtime superstar and former local hero who once turned sour on the city of brotherly love. His return was controversial to be sure. However, in his initial meeting with the press, Dick tried to put his past behind him. Well, I'm here to try to help, and I'd like everybody to know that right now. I'm not here to cause trouble or, or to stir up anything or bring back any of that old past action. I'm just here to make a contribution. I think they have a, the nucleus of a winner right here, and I'd like to be a part of it. It all sounded so good, perhaps too good to be true. He started his first game in typical Allen fashion. He'll be taking off from first base with two out. And the pitch on the way. Swing and a base hits the center field. Luzinski will stop at second base. Dick Allen returns with a line to signal to center. Sadly, it was all too good to be true. Allen's bat never rounded into full form. His muscle was missed, and the team's pitching staff suffered through a year-long slump. The Phillies would finish second to the Pittsburgh Pirates. On the brighter side, here's the pitch to Schmidt. Long drive, deep left field. Watch this one. It is long gone, a home run. Mike Schmidt has just smashed one out of the ballpark, number 32 on the year. And the Phillies lead it 6-2. Slugging third baseman Mike Schmidt would lead the league in home runs for the second year in a row. Elsewhere, Ed Halicki of the San Francisco Giants hurled a no-hitter against the New York Mets. Geronimo is under it. He makes the catch and the 
like you're doing football three weeks now. Let's go over the picture. Here's what happened in this game. And nowadays, they have a young man like... Casey Stengel, dead at the age of 85. One of his former star players, Phil Rizzuto, reacts to his passing. sharp he was and how clear he could think. He knew as much baseball as anybody, and he didn't care that they wrote about him as a clown. Uh, but actually, there's nobody knew more baseball than Casey Stengel, and, and, and it really is a shame that you're passing of Casey Stengel. As Rizzuto looked back, the Phillies turned their eyes to the future. During the winter meetings in Florida, they shored up their sagging pitching staff by adding Ron Reed to the St. Louis Cardinals and 37-year-old Jim Cott the Chicago White Sox. Manager Danny Ozark immediately predicted a bicentennial pennant for the Phillies. Those words may come back to haunt him in 1976. In hockey, 1975 was again the year of the Flyer. Fred Sherrill coached the Philadelphia Flyers to their second straight Stanley Cup victory, but they got an assist along the way.
1975 about to end. A new year just around the corner. Our thanks to the players and teams that brought us so much joy. And for them, we wish continued good health and success in 76. The fans can't miss in Philadelphia in the coming year. Hockey, baseball, and basketball all-star games are scheduled for the bicentennial celebration. The NCAA finals in basketball and many other sports. It should be quite a year, and we look forward to sharing it with you on WCAU. Happy New Year. I'm Ralph Lawler. Oh, man, I'm so glad that's ended. Well, uh, that was that interesting. Uh, it, it, he edited it himself as he was doing it, so, but it, but you could hear yeah. the TV at the background. Unfortunately, yeah, at too bad he couldn't get closer to the TV, yeah, you know. Un- yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, TV on, on AM, is, yeah, and on TV on AM, uh, especially on those frequencies, 1210, even, even you know, uh, 770, uh, it, it gets into, into everything, so there's nothing you can do about it. Jeff, do you know of an editor or something that would have, well, you, the problem is, if well, you the problem the, is if you filter out that TV noise, it would you, you filter out all the other frequencies. A lot of them right. it wouldn't sound as yeah. good. So, it, it, I mean, it could be done with some work. So, um, somebody with more higher pay grade than ours, right? <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. we don't want to try to hear that but, now. But but but, for, but like, let's look at the positive. It was it was a, for what it was. It was a good program. Yeah, um, you know, talking about what happened in the world of sports. I mean, let's look at it on a, on a positive light. The guy, yeah, it was a good recap. It was. Now, the guy they mentioned, uh, the Joe Bryant, that's Kobe's father that played for the 76ers. So uh, that was kind of interesting. And they got uh, George McGinnis from the, uh, from the uh, Pacers. Yes, and, they did. Uh, that was that was the first, uh, you know, a block. And they got Daryl Dawkins, and then they were going to get Dr. J in the next year. And they were in the finals, like, two years later. So... And the Flyers, that was it for their Stanley Cup. The deal with Kate Smith, and the reason that was on there, she used to come and sing at the Spectrum Live on very big Flyer games. Uh, They got a deal with her, and she would come and sing live, and they had a a very good record when she did that. You know, So that was they bring her in during the playoffs in a big game. So that's what that was all about. And, uh, you know, some of the other stuff was good. That was uh, Ray Scott doing the golf uh, that I recognized, and uh, I'm not sure who was doing the horse racing, but... And, of course, we had uh, uh, Harry Callis on, on those Phillies calls. And, uh, yep, I saw him retired that year. And uh, uh, let's see, what else were some of the things that stood out to me? Yeah, so the, the thing was, that was the year. I'm pretty sure there was 75. EEI and CAU were the last holdouts that were doing talk. And EEI went to news, had to go to, I think CBS kind of forced them. I don't know that the ratings were that bad. But they forced them in 74, and I got... And uh, CAU was able to hold out for one more year. KMOX, they never bothered with. They didn't uh, change them. But, CAU but everybody really, else had already gone news. CAU never really was an all-news radio station. They did talk most of it. They did news blocks in the morning. No, they had to... news. No, for a couple of years they did. And then they started to bring the talk back. Yeah. And uh, they were all news for a couple of years. Well, I'm not going to argue with you because you may be right. I, I just don't remember that. So, okay. Yeah. But... Anyway, and it was kind of silly because they uh, – you know, we're competing with KYW, who was established already. and But they said, hey, uh, CBS competes with INS. We're going to try it, too. And, uh, you know, that's just what they did. But they had also lost the Phillies by doing that. That was their last year was the Phillies with 75. The Phillies quickly went to WIBG for one year. Then they went to KYW. That made it even worse for CAU. They were at KYW for five years. But it it's what it was, and I felt the history. The history value of it yeah. was more important yeah. than, and I 
tried to warn you guys that I didn't like the audio, but I couldn't get that background out without destroying everything no. else. So no, and they, that whoever was recording that was like in the same room with the television. You know, sometimes you hear it in the background on an air check, and it's yeah, you know, just there. And, but this guy had to be you know like ten feet away from it or something. He, he was right. Well, I think also they were a little bit out of feeling because there was a little bit of fading. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. They it were, they were miles outside. Yeah. They're getting the ground wave and the sky wave, and it was nighttime, and they were coming in and out. You're right, Gary. It wasn't the best signal. You know, Jeff. I think. This is a good time to segue to what you're going to offer for the last show and bring some joy to your sister and maybe some <laughs> well, we, music. We got, uh, we got Ron Lundry first, don't we? Oh, yes, yes we do. Yeah. I'm sorry. We got two things. But that, that was oh. built in and early. That will give her joy anyway as well. Um, yeah. And I, I always like Ron Lundy, and we'll, we'll talk about it afterwards briefly. I like that smooth Southern style he had, and who would ever thought that he would go over so well in New York? And he did. I um, just had a bad day here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Here you go, Jeff. I think you're going to like this, Ron Lundy. I'll let you rewrite it the way it should be written. I've got it in the right order. It's just I wasn't looking. So, Ron Lundy, I do remember him. This week in my Classic Air Check segment, we're going to feature a radio announcer who we haven't featured very often. His name is Ron Lundy, and he came to WABC from WIL in St. Louis, Missouri, back in 1965. When WABC was looking for an all-night personality, Dan Ingram recommended Ron Lundy. Dan Ingram and Ron Lundy worked together at radio station WIL-AM in St. Louis, Missouri, back in 1959. So without further ado, let's listen to the smooth southern style of Ron Lundy on WABC-AM in New York City from February 24th, 1966. On this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Honey Fuller, I fought the law and the law won on WABC this morning on the All-American Super Hit Survey number 32 here on the Ron Lundy Show. How you doing? 21 minutes past 1 o'clock in New York. This week, you will hear these solid gold sounds on WABC, The Searchers. Checks out number 13 this morning in New York, a former All-American pick. This is Bob Lynn, Elusive Butterfly. You might wake up some morning, it's the bright elusive butterfly of love. The bright elusive butterfly of love. WABC chime time is 125 on the Ron Lundy Show. Good morning from New York. And you know what you can do? Right. You can shazam yourself with the super sounds of Superstation 77 WABC. It's proud to be a flying with your Navy. There's tradition and good fellowship mark well what I do say. It's history, it's glorious, our flyer fair is glorious. It's proud to be a flying with your Navy. Our planes are the finest ever made mark well what I do say. Master of your trade is proud to be a fly in the air. 
Super It Survey this morning. The Super Go-Go Music Swings on 77 Radio, WABC New York. This is Ron Lundy. Hey, it's good to be with you. Save water while there's water to save. WABC. <clears throat> Excuse me for interrupting, sir, but it's the back of WABC calling Batman. Let's go, Robin! It's WABC is Batman or go-go. Well, scrub! Boom! Scrub! WABC! Another Batman sound from WABC! Stop the car, Robin! They're playing our song! W-A-B-C, New York, W-A-Batman-C Radio, where you can win $1,000. The W-A-B-C Batman Contest went a big trip out to Hollywood. Meet Batman and Robin, go to the Batcave and get you $1,000, have lunch with them, watch them shoot some of the scenes, and have yourself a real good time if you're the winner on W-A-B-C. Hi, this is Bob Alou. At the state capitol in Albany, they're holding $98 million in the abandoned property fund. Now, some of it may belong to you. How about that old bank book, that stock certificate, that unclaimed pawn ticket? Last year, the state returned more than $1 million of abandoned property. Look again through your personal file. If you find proof of abandoned property, write to State Controller Arthur Levitt, Albany, New York. State Controller Arthur Levitt, Albany, New York. Who's got him? We've got him. Who's got the Beatles? We've got the Beatles. W. WABC 
Jersey chime time, 21 minutes before 2 o'clock. It's 35 WABC degrees. That's the Beatles' big new tough good sound, number 7, on the All-American Super It Survey. It's called Nowhere Man here on the Ron Lundy Show. They're trying to hurt me, but... I will overcome. Hey, the super-rated swinger in town talking about it, honey. WABC, All-American Radio in New York. Solid gold hit. <laughs> Straight from the gold mine. 77, solid gold ABC. for all the guys over at uh, Dangmong Air Force Base and Takli Air Force Base in Thailand this morning. This is just for you. a good sound. Solid gold from 1962 and we can't stop loving you. It's 18 minutes before 2 on the Ron Lundy Show. Good morning from All American 77. 77 WABC This is Dion Jackson. This is Super Hit number 12. Baby, love makes the world go round and round. WABC Chime Time, you've got me, Captain News. Fifteen minutes before two o'clock, 35 WABC degrees this morning on the Ron Lundy Show. That's uh, Dion Jackson's tune, number 12, on the All-American Super It Survey, Love Makes the World Go Round. <laughs> a cloudy day for New York. Snow developing this afternoon, changing to rain, continuing into tomorrow morning. The high today in the upper 30s, and it'll stay pretty well around 30 for tonight. Also, it's 35 degrees now under cloudy skies. 34, check that. 3-4, WABC degrees. You can win two tickets to WABC's Superman Fan Convention Thursday night, March 17th, to see the first New York performance of the new Broadway musical It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman. Win your show tickets by making a sign to help us decorate the Alvin Theater for the convention. Send in anything you want, a banner, a sign, a big Superman picture, funny Superman picture, anything like that. The most appropriate entries received this month win. None returned, our decision's final. Win tickets to the Superman show. Make a Superman picture or sign, then mail it or bring it in. We have a huge box at the post office. Address your sign or picture to Box 770, New York 23. Or bring it to WABC, 1926 Broadway at 64. Street. Mail your Superman sign to Box 770, New York 23, or bring it to WABC. It's Superman. Excuse me for interrupting, sir, but it's the back folks. Oh, boy. I'll answer it, dummy. Hey, this is 6345789. Why, that's, that's Batman's phone the number, baby. You better know it. You call me and thing, thing, things will start happening. Wilson Pickett now, number 19 on WABC. It's called 634-5789.
Funny name for a song. <laughs> it's cloudy. It's 34 WABC degrees. And the New Jersey Elks Crippled Children Committee is asking for your support. Each year, thousands of crippled children receive surgery, braces, shoes, crutches free. And for 42 years, the Elks slogan, Someone Cares, has meant new health to these kitties. So you give a little to the New Jersey Elks Crippled Children Committee. <laughs> The All American Super Hit Survey number five. Listen, people, on WABC, it's seven minutes before two o'clock here on the Ron Lundy Show for all the guys over in Thailand this morning on the Ron Lundy Show. Hey, it's good to be with you on a Thursday morning. 77. WABC. Yes, indeed. Strikes. WABC chime time. Seven minutes past two o'clock. It's 34 WABC degrees. Lou Christie, number one for three weeks. Lightning strikes on the All-American Super Hit Survey. This is Ron Lundy. How you doing on a Thursday morning? A great big good morning to all the gang. Down at uh, the University of uh, Virginia, down at uh, Charlottesville, Virginia this morning. And thank you for the nice letter. John Hancast, I believe. John, thank you, old buddy. And have fun there. They said you've heard of double dates. Well, we believe in going... Um, uh, uh, double and triple dates, but uh, not sex tape dates. So that's what they're doing. There goes six of them, certainly at a time. They're going out having themselves a good time. That's, that sounds pretty wild. <laughs> All right, it's eight minutes. A little food for thought. Eight minutes past two o'clock. Good morning. <laughs> This is Ray Charles, and this is just for you. Hot licks. Hold it, hold it, hold it right there. Come on, come on. Do it one more time. That's Ray Charles of WABC. What I say, honey, that sort of ended abruptly, didn't it? It's 10 minutes past 2 o'clock. Ain't nothing to it except to get on with it and do it. 34 degrees of temperature. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> hey, calling all young men between the ages of 20 and 29, you can have a career in the New York City Police Department. Starting salary is $144 a week, and you can pick up an application for the patrolman's examination at any police station until, uh, well, tomorrow, Friday, uh, February the 25th. Hey, these are the Marvelettes. Don't you, don't you mess with Bill. WABC Chime Time, 13 minutes past two. The Marvelettes, everybody. Don't you mess with Bill. Get out of here and let us alone. Ah, let us alone. 
told you don't mess with him. Number six this morning in New York. This week, WABC proudly presents these super hit sounds. Lou Christie. Staff Sergeant Barry Sadler. The brave men of the Green Beret. Herman's Hermits. Continuing entertainment presented by the All-Americans. Four minutes of the music you want to hear are heard on Go Go Radio. 77 WABC. College students win big prizes. Join my great society of undaunted undergraduate sleepless stay-ups. Any college student can join and win prizes. For your free charter and membership card, write to me, Ron Lundy, WABC New York 23. Then you let me know when somebody pulls off an ingenious prank at your campus. To win a prize, your prank must be harmless. Our decision is final. Join the stay-ups. Write to me, Ron Lundy, WABC New York 23. 18 minutes past 2 o'clock. WABC's weather break. Go, go! Hey, the weatherman says cloudy skies today. Snow developing this afternoon. Changing to rain. Continuing into tomorrow morning. High should go in the upper 30s. And that's where it'll pretty well stay. Between the upper and lower 30s through tomorrow. This morning it's cloudy. Humidity 62%. The temperature is 33. 33 WABC degree. $1,000 may be waiting for you in the Bat Cave. Win $1,000. A flight for two to California. Lunch with Batman and Robin. Tour the show. Then drive in the Batmobile to the Bat Cave and claim your $1,000. Here's how to win. All day, WABC broadcasts the scrambled names of comic superheroes. To qualify for the $1,000 drawing, unscramble any one of those names and mail it to Box 777, New York 23. Our winner will be drawn from all correct entries received by March 20th. Get your pencil ready. Unscramble this comic hero name. Are you ready? N-O-T-M-A-P-H. Not month. <laughs> N-O-T-M-A-P-H. Mail the unscrambled name of that superhero to Box 777, New York 23. $1,000 may be yours. The super hit sound of 
side. WABC Chime Time 223 on the Ron Lundy Show. Good morning. How you doing? When you lose your go-go. Go-go-gee. Right. Go-go again. But WABC New WABC York. WABC Editorial. Walter A. Schwartz, Vice President and General Manager. In New York today, a dope addict convicted for a minor crime can choose to go to prison or to a treatment center. But many an addict chooses to go to prison because that term is often shorter than the three-year treatment term. Then when the addict gets out of prison, he goes right back to his drug habit. Many experts are now convinced that addicts, given the choice, would prefer to remain slaves to narcotics. That is why Governor Rockefeller and Mayor Lindsay have announced a plan to compel addicts to be sent away for treatment there to remain until they show definite signs of improvement. The Rockefeller-Lindsay plan also calls for stiffer penalties for dope pushers, the modern slave traders who prey on the weak. WABC believes this is the kind of tough law we need in New York. We believe that addicts must be quarantined for their own good, for the good of society, since they carry a contagious disease. We also believe that the sellers of narcotics, the most despicable of creatures, should be subject to harsher treatment. At a time when dope addiction is rapidly spreading in every neighborhood, even among students in our better colleges, the time for compulsory commitment is now. It will help the addict. It will help society. That's the tune. Oh, what a goodie on. WABC 11 Spoonful, number 25, last week's pick hit. Good morning, 27 minutes past 2 o'clock on the Ron Lundy Show. You're looking good, even if it is a Thursday morning. Hi, this is Bruce Morrow speaking to all the cousins who used to be in the Air Force with me. See, if you can spare one weekend every month, why not get in on the Weekend Warrior program? You get four days pay and allowance for two days' work. And you get valuable training and experience in air terminal work, too, both passenger and freight. If you're interested, contact McGuire Air Force Base in New Jersey and ask for information on the Weekend Warrior program of the 88th Air Terminal Squadron. Remember, this is for veterans only, and it's the 88th Squadron at McGuire. Well, there you go. Ron Lundy doing overnights at radio station WABC AM in New York City. And you know, it wouldn't be long before WABC moved Ron Lundy from all nights to middays on the radio station. When WABC went to an all-talk format, Ron Lundy continued to work in radio, moving from WABC AM in New York City to WCBS FM with their oldies format in New York City as well. For all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you, Jeff. He did a good job. There's no... Doubt about I'm it, but you it was, can. I'm sorry it was so long, but but I just thought it was. I didn't know how to cut it because it just sounded so good. At least from my opinion, that doesn't mean it was. Yeah, but I, I like. I enjoy it. Well, those yeah, well those songs that Gary knows. Those songs were like the you know if you talk about 1966 and you know, that yeah. time. You, I mean, there's some very famous songs that have stood the test of time. You know, Lightning Strikes and Uptight All Out of Sight. You know, songs that you hear all the time that you know everybody remembers that's that age and you know so yeah. It was a good group of songs. And I, I thought the interesting thing was the, there were no commercials because Denison hadn't bought all the time yet. We later on got to Denison Clothiers, and they bought all kinds of time on that show. With uh, I, Who was it? Uh, Charlie Greer. Uh, the, Charlie Greer. And Chuck Leonard later did it, too, I think. And uh, what was that slogan? Somebody and uh, nobody walks. What was the no, first part money, of it? Here we go. Ready? Now open your wallet. Just open your wallet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ready. I'm ready. Money money talks and nobody walks. And nobody walks. That's right. For Dennis and Clothier. And they they were on when they this was a little later, a couple of years. They were on about every 15 minutes with a commercial because they just said, we'll just buy it. You know, we, we got this. And uh, 
and uh, yeah, I can, I'm sure they did very well with it. But uh, no, that was a good good show, and uh, of course a lot of public service stuff. We threw in the editorial. They had the the Navy and the Air Force and all that other stuff, and uh, you know, and, and you got a good. You almost got a countdown. Number three, number six, number twelve. You know, you get you get to find out what everything was. So that was well, that was. And what cool. what amazed me is that when you listen to him, and I didn't realize this when I was a kid, but I was was I was 13 years old. I remember going to that Broadway show on Superman. It did not last. It did. It wasn't success. Oh. It was not a success. But it starred Shirley Jones and Jack Cassie. They were both in the show, and Bob, and Bob Holiday played Superman in the show, if I remember correctly, with a, a really an unknown actor, if I'm not mistaken. But but what but, but, but reminded me of that whole, it was just a time, and that's what my sister was trying to say, is maybe, maybe I know that maybe the economy wasn't always great, but it was a time when things were just, to me, they seemed so much better. But, of course, I was a kid. I didn't yeah. know about the precious. Of course, Vietnam was they in. They always seem better when you're kids. It always right. you're right. So that's just what 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 made me uh, interested in this particular air check is it brought back times of of a of a good memory. Uh, the mm-hmm. drug, yes, Rockefeller was very tough on drugs. Of course, things have changed since then. Uh, the whole approach has changed since then. But it was it brings back this is the whole point. The whole point is it brings back history. Walter, can you unmute yourself, please? And what would like, what would you like to say? Well, um, I was just going to say um, that, that was a very good air check, and uh, I, th- I believe Ron Lundy did a program called Memories of Elvis, uh, too, unless it's not, that wasn't the same one. He, 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 he may have. He, did, he, did, he came to New York City from St. Louis, Missouri at WIL, and then, of course, he went to CBS FM, and not only did he do that, he worked at WABC AM, but he was a booth announcer for the ABC television network as well. So uh, for a little bit, so he did a lot of work. Thank you, Walter. Mm-hmm. When did he pass away, Jeff? I don't think he's still living. Uh, I believe it was. I'm, I'm going to say it was 2005, but I'll correct myself later on. And he went off the air in New York radio when, approximately? I think it was 1995. All working for and CBS. And both went over there to WCBS. They they both went to WCBS FM along with Harry Harris along with yeah Harry along Harris. with Harry Harrison as well. Well, we got a new raised hand, Jeff. Take that yes, one. Yes, we do. Let me get him here. Hold on. Hey, the four one five. I know that is that that's someone from the sports lounge, it, if I'm not mistaken. But go go ahead, unmute yourself, no, please. No, Edwin. this is Ed. This this is Edwin. Yes, I, uh, I I wanted to mention I thought that um, KVIN had changed, but I'm going down to that area. I assume that they sold their 107.1 translator and probably the. Uh, but I was going to mention the uh, their 92.3, which doesn't go anywhere. Um, well, I know that they're, the they're, they're, was, they're broadcasting music from the for the Indian community or the Punjab community, if I'm not mistaken. That that's what I think they've gone to. That's what oh, it wow. sounded like when I heard of it. I think it was about a week or two ago. Okay. Uh-huh. Great station. Yeah, we, we have to go. Yeah, yeah. In honor of KVIN, Edwin, you'll have to force yourself and go get some wine. Yeah. Uh, well, I have, plen- I have plenty of it here. Oh. All right, then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Edwin. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, go ahead, Edwin. Uh, go unmute yourself. I'm sorry. Just unmute yourself again. Do an alt, alt. Oh, yeah. he's on the phone. Go ahead. Star six. Star six, man. 
Okay, um, the other thing I was going to mention for a few weeks, for about a few weeks now, are 92.7 uh, KREV in Alameda. That's been off the air, although the transmitter is still running. Huh. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, another change that's happened is uh, the KECG, the high, the high school station in El Cerrito, uh, that's changed to... Uh, Kids programming that's on both. I can't get the 88.1, but I can get the 97.7 mm-hmm. uh, frequency. So, right. anyway, I just yes. wanted to mention that. And so, there, does it seem like it's coming from somewhere else, or are they kind of running their own show, the kids' stuff? I think they're running their own show, but but it was uh, all it was way different before. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Old, old Corey Mason tapes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That is, that is a strange change. You don't usually see high school stations go to kids format, but who knows? No. Nope. Yeah. But I never. Th- you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Um, right. But KVIN. Man, that was a great station, and they played a good mix. And you talk about commercial free; they were weeks and months of commercial free. <laughs> I mean, they very seldom ever. They had nobody live. They weren't. Yeah. They they couldn't even. Be, you know, they weren't even voice track. They mm. were just uh, music. Music. But you knew it couldn't last. You knew it was going to go away sooner. Yeah. Anyways, the real music radio. You know, WABC used to call themselves music radio. Yeah, with the commercials and the news and the other stuff. You do. Any other stuff. It is unfortunate because that was back in 1966 when we heard that. By 1979, WABC's days were being numbered. And, uh, when, and it yeah. wasn't until when the disco era came in 1979 at WKTU. Just, just, just took that station and ruined it. I mean, just boom! Everyone had dropped the AM station, moved to the FM. So that, that's part of history we can talk about later on. That that yep. just went that way. But now it's about almost time, Jeff, to thank everybody and make your sister happy. Yeah, will def- yeah. she will Find definitely out what she likes. That's right. <laughs> well. Well, it all this started because, Tom, we were talking about why aren't there any radio stations that play the music that I like to hear? And, of course, it's all about advertising and about numbers. But uh, this is a station in Primeville, Oregon, and, they, and they're part of the, uh, the, another syndicated service called Local Radio Networks. And okay. Local Radio Networks. But are, they're not actually local, though, are they, Jeff? It's just... No, a- they, they aren't, but, uh, but they do try, except... I heard them. They were doing another radio show with another radio announcer, and he couldn't say Ed Sheeran. He said Ed Sheeran. So he obviously uh-huh. never heard of him. But but this radio announcer doesn't do that. So, so, uh-huh. but here we go. It's a nice way. It's got to be better than W C A U A M with all that whistle. <laughs> you can only go up. Yeah. You can only go up, right, Jeff? That's right. Yeah. I can't pick stations and. And Jeff can't scope them. No, I'm just kidding with uh, Jenny's call letter. I'm just, I'm oh, messing ow. with him. Does a wonderful yep. job. So here you go. Make your sister happy. And thank you very much.
One of the main questions I get asked by listeners, is there a radio station that plays the kind of music that I like? And I always ask, what kind of music? Well, I want to hear music from the 50s. I want to hear music from the 60s. I want to hear some 70s music, but not that heavy rock music. Well, I think I found the radio station that fits the bill. This radio station is located in Primeville, Oregon, and they play nostalgia music provided by local radio networks. And the radio announcer provides a modicum of personality on this format as well. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station KWXSFM from Primeville, Oregon, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. All that glitters really is gold. Central Oregon's Gold 1077. Sergio Mendez with Pretty World and Bosch in the morning. Coming up next, Olivia Newton-John. So have you heard about this uh, chat GPT? Yeah, it's a form of artificial intelligence. And it's many things, but it's no accountant, apparently. Yeah, researchers say that the chat GPT artificial intelligence chatbot has trouble understanding math and makes up facts to cover up its mistakes. Mm. Let's see. Uh, has trouble understanding math and makes up facts to cover up mistakes? That sounds like me one time at the IRS office. Oops. And I love you so You look good in gold Central Oregon's Gold 1077 can't smile without you. I'm Bosch of the Morning. So here's a pretty cool story. With their motorcade getting stuck in traffic on the way to their wedding, a couple realized they wouldn't make their noon ceremony start time. So instead of missing it, the wedding party decided to marry the couple in the middle of the expressway. <laughs> instead of ushers and wedding guests, the impromptu ceremony was attended by a crowd of all who hopped out of their cars. Isn't that interesting? But well, what are you going to give the couple for a, for a wedding gift? Uh, here's a stick of gum from my glove compartment. <laughs> The new Gold 1077 wants to send you to the I Want My 80s tour featuring Rick Springfield.
You tell me that you're leaving Timeless Radio Gold 1077 KWXS Prineville Depend on us for local news. Now, from the KBND Newsroom, today's local news with Frank Bonacquisti and Heather Roberts. Gold 1077. The Everly Brothers with Kathy's Clown. I'm Bosch in the morning on your Hope for Timeless Favorites. And coming up in a few minutes on this Friday Eve, my honor group of the day. Here's America. You can do magic. in Rose Garden with Bosch in the morning on a Friday Eve. Coming up next, the Cars and Drive. Time now for my honor group of the day. Today, I'd like to honor people who bake good cookies. I've tried it millions of times. I, I did it from scratch. Or, you know, he's a little uh, popping fresh guy. You know, you cut them or you put them on the pan. I either overbake them or underbake them. I can never get them perfect. So if you get yours perfect, I honor you today. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Columbia and their pop-up clearance store in Space 150 has all the necessities for spring outdoor adventures at unbelievable prices. Stock up on layers for Central Oregon spring weather and get fresh new shoes for hiking, biking, and everything in between. Shop Eddie Bauer's new collection of Guide Pro pants and shorts. Sheds moisture with UPF sun protection and lots of pockets for your outdoor adventure. Smart shoppers start at the Ben Factory stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Your golden ticket to timeless music. Central Oregon's Gold 1077. Neil Diamond with September Morn. I'm Bosch in the morning. Up next, the platters. Time once again for Idiots in the News. Dateline Greece. <laughs> Check this out. In Greece, a man held up a bank at gunpoint. Moments after the robbery, he walked back into the bank because he couldn't find the keys to the rented motorbike he was using as a getaway vehicle. He thought he might have dropped them inside. <laughs> While he was looking, several employees and customers who had recovered from the shock of the robbery overpowered him and held him down until the cops showed up. Hmm. I wonder if he ever found his keys. 
Music and Memories is heard on KWXS-FM in Prineville, Oregon, provided by the local radio networks. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.